Pickaxe. Oh, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? Oh, what's the best game where you play a dead guy? Hey, you'll find out in DG247's podcast. Looks boring. What are you on about? It All of great. their games, they look boring. It doesn't look boring. It looks like it you're an assassin on the Isle of Man. But it doesn't have the kind of... Wow. The steampunk quail-based economy is incredible. Yeah, it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> VG247's Best Games Ever podcast is ostensibly a show about figuring out what the best game in a weirdly specific category is, but it's actually just about petty arguments. You should listen to it. It's good. Is that it? That's the whole promo? Uh, yeah, I was just doing And it. that's supposed to make people subscribe, is it? Yes. Okay, good luck with that. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Do you have a spare light? Because I think it's time for Peculiar Portions Classic. Mm. Yes. It must be that time again. I didn't have a watch. They haven't been invented yet. Well, you must check your breast pocket, sir. We don't wear watches on our wrists. I'm wearing a T-shirt. <laughs> well, what kind of new fashion fangled object is this? It's named after the T-pose from Fortnite. Oh, goodness me! Yes. A very popular thing amongst the young folk, I've heard. It's a way of asserting dominance, as is the fashion of the time. <laughs> <laughs> what is in the news in the past few centuries, sir? Oh, speaking of the famous game Fortnite, of course, one of the things big about it is all the dancing in it. Oh, well, of course, the flossing and the um, the other ones, what they've done, stabbing from other one, other things, yes. Big thing, dancing. All of them, all the dances. Yes. We named one and a half then. <laughs> <laughs> what about dancing? Well, apparently there was, there was a period in history when um, dancing was not just a, a pleasurable activity, but it was a plague. Ah, medieval plague, you say? Yes. Yes, a plague. The dancing delirium, a real danger. What was this? What I've heard of this. I don't really understand what these were. So it says here on historyextra.coms, from the 14th to the 17th century, although there were incidents as far back as the 7th century, Europe was afflicted with sporadic and mysterious Dancing plagues. Hmm. Hmm. I I have seen this happen. You know, yeah. I've seen people mysteriously dancing in the street, chanting England, England, especially on one of those nights when the football team has been playing a match away. Sure, that's just a coincidence, old chap. And uh, it might be mysterious, but you know, maybe people were just happy for some reason, or was no one in medieval times ever happy? Certainly I don't know anyone who's happy. I don't think they were happy. I think they were like often just panicking, in pain, tired, but they couldn't stop themselves. What? Why would they dancing in the first place if they weren't happy? Were they possessed by the devil? The devil inside you, sir! <laughs> yes, the devil has got in its way. Davis, the devil's inside you, sir! The <laughs> devil's inside you! He's not dancing. Relax. He could be, though. Let's make him dance a little jig. A little merry jig. Can we make him floss? <laughs> That's hard to do, really, isn't it? Can we move his legs? Barely. He can barely move his doggily. legs. He can doggily. He's move trying, them. Lewis. He's, he wants he's to trying floss his, so bad. He's trying his best. <laughs> um, 
God, so apparently thousands of villagers fell victim to a single outbreak that happened in Germany in 1374. Then in July 1518, another outbreak began in Strasbourg, also in Germany. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't call this... Uh, it's on the French border, though. I wouldn't... So it's switched, has changed hands occasionally. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't call this a plague. Do you know what I mean? I think it's one of these things that is more likely to be just a good time. And it's also a bit infectious, though. I can see why that was the problem. Play. Other people got on board. They didn't want to dance. They just felt a, they felt a compulsion to dance. And then they couldn't stop dancing. So they just kept doing it. And more and more people from the area... Do you reckon it was like peer pressure? Like everyone's doing it, so it'd be weird if I didn't. Is it like like a conga line they were doing? Do you reckon it was like a... And people were joining the back, and so the conga line was getting longer and longer. That makes sense, because if you see a conga line, you can't not join it. You have to. It's like a Mexican wave, if that's going on. Well, it's a bit weird. A, there was the stadium. There was... Mexican, you can't not join that. That's down, infectious. Down King Street, there was like a, there was like a hen party. Uh, and they were doing a conga. I joined the back. All kicked off. I was shouting. <laughs> <laughs> Is that when I had to bail you out of prison? Yeah, that time. Yeah, that yeah. time. I just don't like talking I about it. I remember that. So uh, physicians declared that the plague was the result of hot blood. I'm sure their blood was quite hot after. Does that mean they were you know, amorous? Oh, no, that's... Um, Doubter! Doubter! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Um, authorities constructed a stage and hired musicians to encourage the crowd. Yeah. What? That sounds like it's just going to make it worse. It sounds uh, like they were infected. You fight fire with fire, Lewis. Okay? How does that work? We fight dancing with dancing. But how does, it, how does fighting fire with fire work? When you go if to... there's a forest fire, you set a series of fire around the perimeter so that fire can't spread. Oh, like controlled burn. Yeah. Okay, that does make sense. And the now. same thing they had to do with the dancing plague. They had to have a series of points around the village where people would do just a little bit of a jig. <laughs> just like a mild one, though. Controlled little jig. <laughs> just a little, <laughs> like an uncle dancing at a wedding. Just oh, a little I see. sort of. Something that would put you off dancing. Think, oh, shit, I don't want to look like that guy. Ooh, Am I going to look like him if I'm dancing? Yeah. Sometimes you see people dancing, you're like, wow, he looks cool. I could do that. You go up there, you try and do it. When have you done that? Many times. So even today, people are struggling to explain the dancing plagues. Um, suggested causes include stress-induced psychosis, religious ecstasy, or seizures caused by a hallucinogenic mould on the food. Right. Ergot, isn't it? Yeah, so their grain can get, like, infected, and it's this mild hallucinogen, isn't it? It's a little fungus or something. That grows I think it mostly there. gives you food poisoning. So they were probably shitting themselves as well if they were... If they were you know, but at they the same didn't time, didn't care. Just shitting and dancing. Yeah, so it's a bit like Glastonbury then. <laughs> Let's just let that lie. <laughs> just give it the space, the time that it deserves. Yeah, give it, let it breathe. I think spontaneous, happy dancing like a street party. You could see why people get involved. There's always these people. You walk down the street, right? Yeah. And there'll be a queue of people for something. People will just join the queue because there's a queue there. Okay. And they're, they're, you ask people, if you, if you have a very long queue and you ask people why you're in the queue, some of them will say, there was just a queue here and I joined it. They, they, they 
they don't know what they're queuing for. Do they think they're going to get like some something for free? But, or... I think they just they're like they get wrapped up into it. I think if you certain people if they see a dance, there's all, they're just going to join in. It's like it's like a spider web. Okay. Right. Not every fly is gonna get caught in it. No. But a few of them are. So a fly will be going by. It will see a fly trapped in a web, and it'll go, "Well, that looks all right. Well, I'll go and join the guy." Right. There might be, you know, there might be a celebrity, or they're handing out something for free. There might be a prize. Yeah. There might be, you know, something. They, when they get to the front, they're like, "Oh, I don't really want it." Or they can sell their place in the queue. There's all these chances. They're looking for a... I want to know what's going on in like someone's life that they just join a queue for no reason. Like, where were they Where were they going to? You'll have to ask these where people. Where they were like, well, you know, oh, I needed to get some milk, but oh, fuck that. I'll just join this queue. This seems like a laugh. We're British. Okay, so this is the story you may have heard of the 200-foot woman Goodness in Scotland. Me. In Scotland, okay. Was Lydia on holiday? Hey, there we go. <laughs> There's my boy. There's my boy. She tall. She tall. <laughs> so this is unusual because there's not just one story about a 200-foot woman washing up on the shore. Washing the, up? Yeah, of... of she wasn't doing the dishes, Lewis. <laughs> I was going to say. She washed up. This was the Dark Ages. Like a beached whale. Goodness me. Um, it was... It there's, was there's, so the many weird times. Thing, the weird thing about it is that this, this happened once, and there's four different... Accounts of what happened. Yes. Right. So it's not just like, you know, someone just made this thing up off the top of their head... Instead, there's like four like contemporaneous accounts of this happening. Right, by different people. So this was like, God, 1100 years ago this happened. So the annals, sorry, the annals of Ulster. In the annals of Ulster? Yeah. The sea threw up a woman in Scotland. She was 195 feet that. in height. They, her, it's like the sea vomited her out. The sea threw uh, up a woman. Her hair was 17 feet long. The finger of her hand was seven feet long, her nose seven feet. She was all as white as a swan's down. Wow. So like a, do you reckon it was like, hang on, her nose was seven feet and so, a finger was seven feet. So you think maybe it was, maybe it was a squid. A giant squid. <gasps> Even more have, evidence than was Lydia. They have beaks and long tail, long, the hair could have been the tentacles. Yeah. And also they were like, oh, naked woman, don't look. And so they didn't really look closely. That might have been it. Yeah, because, you know, they were very <clears> sensitive <throat> back then. Body as white as a swan. Yeah. And, the, oh, and the other one is the, weird. The annals of Innisfallen. The great, a great woman was cast upon the shore of Scotland in this year. She was 192 feet in length. The length of the hair was 16 feet. So the numbers have changed slightly. Yeah. Who measured this? The fingers of her hand were six feet long. I find like I find like it's difficult to do body measurements when you're using feet as the word as well, because her feet clearly are not a foot long. 
No, someone had to take their shoes and socks off and place their foot like her on her nose. Her feet were 14 feet long. Her knees were 14 feet knees long. Yeah, so seven guys had to like lie down, put their feet up on her, like splayed, in okay. a row, so you could measure how long she was, okay. how long her nose was. Why did they? Why are they so specific about the nose? Six feet long nose. You don't think that's worth noting down? That's <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> a long nose. Her body was as white as a swan's down, or sea foam. One or the other. Sea foam. Yeah. Is sea foam white? Yes. I find it a little bit brown, a little bit whitey brown. Maybe around Bristol it is. Right, yeah. okay. Yeah, Bristol Channel. Yeah. Yeah, that explains a lot. It's where the poop goes. Is it normally white? I'm colouring me, color me wrong then. Uh, I've been wrong. Kelly Brown. <laughs> colour me brown. So the Chronicon Scotorum. The Chronicon Scotorum? Oh, that sounds like a wizard's book. I was going to say, sounds like one of the Emperor's sons from Warhammer 40k. It does, doesn't it? Yes. Yes. So this was this was not an original. This was copied from the Annals of Tigernacht. A great woman was cast ashore by the sea in Scotland. Her length, 192 feet. There right? were six feet. There were six her feet two breasts. between her two breasts. So that makes me think weird sea creature more than a woman, right? Well, it surely it would be the feet of fins or. Right. The breasts, maybe not breasts, but maybe they were like eyes of a squid or something weird. I'm just trying to get measurements here. So the nose was seven, six feet. The fingers were six feet. And there was six feet between the breasts. <laughs> a lot of six feet going on. It yeah. seems like... <laughs> They're obsessed with six it's feet. It's a very standard measurement in this time. And you think that maybe they were just saying it was quite long. But instead of saying quite long, they just say six feet. Yeah, I guess. Well, maybe it was just scaled up. Because it seems to make sense that a finger is as long as a nose, is as long as the distance between breasts. Like Finger isn't as long as your nose, is it, though? No, but it is, it is vertically. and Or down. If you measure the nose... Yeah, how down, are they measuring the nose? I think you measure the nose... Her nose was seven feet. I just assumed it stuck out seven feet, Lewis. Right, like Not that. even joking. Like Pinocchio. Well... Telling a real corker. <laughs> A porker, not a corker. A, a corker or a porker. Well, he lies, doesn't he? He doesn't make jokes. He does lie, that's true. He's a very true. funny man. Pornoke. He had no sense of humour, if I seem to remember. No sense of humour. <laughs> this is a rough one today. As white as a swan's down or the foam of the wave was every part of her. Mm. <laughs> like a squid. Yeah. But are sure. the giant squids white? I mean, I know can small be. ones are white. I've eaten a little one. Yeah. They're just like that, but bigger. But with much, seven much foot long bigger. noses. And uh, seven feet between the two breasts. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this last, this last note about her in uh, the Annals of the Four Masters. Um, this is, is this a well-known story of the time? Hence the formulatic repetition of white as a swan's down. Are the annals merely copying each other? Is this Celtic superstition, echoes of the old pagan religion, or a dark age fantasy? I have no idea. It could be anything. It's weird that it's 
popular. Uh, I, I reckon these these things probably did copy each other. I reckon it came from one story that got spread around, you know? Yeah. And the numbers got forgotten when they were drinking at the pub, you know? Well, maybe they, they were down. like, they wanted to disagree slightly so it sounded more genuine. Because yeah. if they all just were exactly the same. Because I reckon one of them was like, I don't believe you, sir. How long was her nose? I'd say seven feet tall. And um, did, did you measure... Oh, sorry, they were Scottish. I'd say it was seven feet tall. Right. And how, how long were her finger? Seven feet tall. And, and, and how long was the distance between her two breasts? Seven feet tall. Okay, well, it sounds like you, since, you've, since you've done your groundwork, I can't possibly dispute this factual account. What's your name, sir? Seven feet tall! <laughs> that actually sounds like a Scottish name. I'm seven feet tall. Why are you called that? Because I'm seven feet tall. <laughs> Just a giant guy. Oh my god. That is, sounds a much more plausible explanation. I think we've nailed it. I think we've gotten to the... We've cracked the code. We've gotten to the bottom of this mystery. Now, cross that one off the list then. Let's get on with the next one. We got to the bottom and it was quite a way down. Yeah. It was seven feet down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, that's that was a weird one. Piss off, Mum! I'm killing a copper! <laughs> like, come on! Come on, Stephen! You gotta go to school! Fuck off, Mum! I'm, I'm shanking a prostitute! Fuck you, Mum! Okay, Lewis. The season is almost upon us. The Yuletide will soon be descending. Approach F. Yes. The jingle and the mistletoe will be descended <clears throat> from the ceilings, and the halls will be decked with holly and other... Christmassy objects. <laughs> yes, <laughs> old chap. The door will be festooned with a ring, a wreath of leaf and berry. <laughs> For all passerbys outside to gawk at and speculate war. Mm, who liveth there? And with his wreath of leaf and berry? <laughs> <laughs> he is a posh sort. Yes. I say, sir. I couldn't help but notice your wreath of leaf and berry. Tis marvellous. Tis very handsome, your leaf of leaf and berry. Well, thank you, sir. I bought it from a local convenience. Oh, was it was it from Wreath of Leaf and Berries R Us? Oh, how have you known this? Do you know the shop? Oh, it's only just open. It has. It's doing a roaring trade. Sales are probably going to be shit in January. <laughs> <laughs> Well, have, you, have, well, you, have you got yourself any Christmas cards yet? Any, any Christmas cards for your dearest <laughs> Have you got any Christmas cards? I, have, I haven't. I, 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 I'm going to be doing all of them by email this year, using those weird email Christmas card things. Email you? hasn't been invented yet. It won't be for almost another hundred years. Also, I don't think Christmas cards were really that popular before. They were. Were they? So they were, sir! You dare call me a liar! <laughs> you, with your fancy wreath of leaf. <laughs> oh my god. The history of creepy Victorian oh. Christmas cards? What's this? It's a very visual, it's a very visual section. It's very visual. What am I looking at here? This is an example of what would be sent during the Victorian period to your friends. Um, it looks like a game of 
uh, volleyball? <laughs> oh, wait, no, they're dancing. They're dancing. They're dancing. So it's a frog and a cockroach. No, a stag a beetle. Stag beetle. A stag beetle and a frog are dancing. And as you can tell, the It's the quite a sexy cricket. dance, actually, that. That's a quite a close, you know, like... Lo he's, pulled him, he's pulled him quite close. It's playing a tambourine of some sort. Or is a blue bottle playing tambourine on a beach? Or is it Boreen or something? I don't know. What the fuck? Um, so, initially, the first ever Christmas card... Do you reckon this is one of those eccentric things where... I reckon, sir, I could create... The most abstract and nonsensical Christmas card I've ever created. It is a stag beetle and a frog having a dance, and a blue bottle in the background with a tambourine. That's the craziest fucking thing I ever heard. Yes, you try and buy a hundred. <laughs> yes, you try and come up with something weirder than that, sir. I think it was just the memes of the day. You know, this was what their memes were. Right, I see. So this this is the one that well, began it's got it Pepe, all. Pepe, the frog, I guess, isn't it? Oh my Ready. God, you're fucking right. He looks like he's having a good time. It is Wednesday, my dudes. Pepe dance. It's the same. It's always frogs. Oh, it is frogs. Frog on the unicycle. It's all frogs. Froggy chair. Kermit sipping tea. Kermit, yeah. It's always frogs. But what this is, is the first. Him? This is the first Christmas card. I as reckon you can we see, could predict the future. Boring then. as fuck. Isn't I reckon it? we're going to predict the next memes are going to have frogs in them. Easy. This is how you get a glimpse of the history, the future, the future even, by looking at history. <laughs> this is the first ever Christmas card. Wreath of leaf and berry, sir. <laughs> this is the first ever Christmas card. Yes. So as you can see, it's eighteen forty-three. It's just people drinking mulled wine, um, just hanging out. So is that from a certain family, Boring. and they were like, because this Boring. is like this is like those Christmas cards that you get from. Families who take a picture of their kids and them, and they're like, "Greetings from the Jackson family." Do you know what I mean? And they 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 write a little thing. They put a little note in the Christmas card that says, "This year I've been working on my shed. Oh god! And my investments oh. have gone very well. We've extended the conservatory, oh. and little Jimmy has entered his second year of school. We knitted his uniform and sent him off. It's all that garbage, you know. Little Catherine has gone to big school this year. That's right." <laughs> Like, it's the, the normal fuck? stuff. That's this is that. This is she still enjoys sewing, and then they put like a smiley face. Yeah. And at the time, people were like, "What the fuck is this? Why have they put like a, a colon and a closed parenthesis?" They didn't recognize the smiley yeah. face. I reckon they, they would have. And I recognize Victorians would have recognized the smiley face because it's what that thing isn't it that we have humans. We have we can like plug sockets look smiley and stuff. Periodolia. Yes. Thank you, son. Very smart. And we see smiley faces everywhere. We can't help it. Um, this is really cool. It's a nice, I reckon that Christmas card, if you sent that today, that would be fine. So it was, it was Henry Cole, <coughs> Sir Henry Cole, he had a thousand of them printed, sold them all out, gave the money to charity, but people were upset because they thought it was promoting drinking, alcoholism, because um, they're all drinking mulled could wine. Could be Ribena though, couldn't it? Could it, be like cranberry think, juice. I don't think they had Ribena, I don't think they had cranberries back then. Well, you have cranberries. Cranberries, they're from... The moon? Mm. I didn't realize we didn't visit there till the late sixties. We brought them back. Didn't yeah. We? That's why. That's why cranberries go so well with like cheese, like Wednesday Dale and Cheshire cheese. Because the moon's made of cheese. But it doesn't come from the moon. Yeah, it does. Um, no, no, no. The cheese doesn't. Yeah, it does. The moon's made of cheese. Yeah, but we get our cheese and send it up there, 
right? Do we? To age it? I, thought we, I don't know. Uh, what else could that be, though, that stuff? Could be blood <clears throat> in those glasses. Look, let's just move on. There's a man dressed as a turnip holding Holy a... Holy crap. Holding a heart. That's... He looks terrifying. That looks like something out of the Grinch <laughs> or something, doesn't it? Look at it. It's to it's horrifying, Simon. It looks like a Edgar Allan Poe Cthulhuian horror. He's a gay fellow that merely wishes season greetings upon you. He's dressed as a turnip. Look at his thin legs. They thin to nothing. It's horrifying. What's and that his arms. third one? Is that a tail? Yeah, it's like a rat's tail. That is that is awful. He looks like someone. I, he looks like a jolly fellow, though, doesn't he? With that square monocle. What the? No, that's a GoPro. Oh. <laughs> it's a YouTuber. <laughs> and there's a frog, another frog that's killed. A frog done a murder. He's mugged um, the other frog. For now money. this one. Okay, so all right. <laughs> you liked my last <laughs> Christmas card about frogs. This year, I've done a frog. Wearing some blue stripy pants. Oh. Murdering another frog oh. and running off with his cat. Oh, what a Josh, what a James. Season's greetings. Oh. I think it really sets the tone of the Christmas theme. Oh, shit. Isn't it weird, though? Like, I can almost get the turnip man, right? I can almost get him. The, the, frog, the frog mugging a murder, weird. And then there's the third one. Oh, fuck. Which has it's like a man... A, it's like a man dressed as a polar bear with a terrifyingly large mouth eating a poor fucking explorer who's wearing little skis. Now, what I think this is, I think this is a very early inspiration of the, uh, the famous co comic book villain, the Joker. Right. As you can see from the face of the polar bear. Right. Um, he's got the big sort of red thing. That polar bear doesn't look anything like a polar bear, though, does it? It looks like... looks like... Um... I don't know, like a yeti or 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 a chupacabra or some like a like a kind of human-like monster. They probably weren't that familiar with what bears look like. I see. Or something. Right. I don't know. Right. Oh, maybe. maybe. But maybe the, maybe the bear's just maybe this is a, a romantic encounter. The bear, the bear has got lipstick on right. and it's cuddling the man. These are all horrific, aren't they? It's cold. Aren't they awful? None of these are pleasant. What the fuck is this now? What? So... So what do you make of this? A Christmas greeting with love. It's like a, a chubby boy caught crying out in pain because he's trapped in... A teapot. Yeah. It's a teapot. Is he being boiled alive? Is it hot tea? Or is he just tired? He looks like he smells something bad. It's horrible. There's nothing... Was that face in Victorian times like a happy face? No, a no. A face of ecstasy, because things have changed and I don't know. Not that much. A Christmas greeting with love and, and creepiness. The perspective is all wrong as well, isn't it? Do you it know does I mean? feel a bit off. It does feel a bit off. I see what you mean. It feels a bit flat, the it's teapot, It's like the Picasso has done it or something. Yeah, it's like, it's off. Am I thinking of Picasso? Oh my fucking god. A dead... May, may yours be a joyful Christmas. <laughs> okay, so this is a Christmas card with a picture of a, a dead robin on its back. For those of you who, have, who are tabbed out. Um, so the theory here is that they're showing a dead bird because it represents poor people or like homeless people that would just die in the cold winter. 
And the idea is, here's the cards. You know, be thankful for what you have. And I hope that you have a joyful Christmas and that you don't die in the street like a poor person or a robin. Right. Holy shit. And somehow that was socially appropriate at the time to send that to someone. And this is what, so this is the first robins that were used in Christmas cards were dead ones. And then they got turned into like this symbol of Christmas because of the red breast, I guess. But originally they were just, and this wasn't even for charity. It it wasn't like they were selling these cards to raise money for these people. It seems like a lot of them were for charity though. Okay. But at the time, I mean, there's such a massive wealth disparity. And a lot of people made a big deal of giving money to the poor, um, whilst also at the same time exploiting them massively. Plus ça change. (laughs) (laughs) Much has changed since today. So, I mean, this is a weird one. What am I looking at now? So there's there's a card there, which is like, it's like a a shadow play. Is Is that a swan being chased by a man with a knife? I think it's a goose that's being chased by someone that wants to kill it and then cook it for dinner, for Christmas dinner. And children are watching this. Yeah, they think it's a jolly old jape. Wrapped. This is the moving pictures of the time. Get that duck. This is what they watched instead of, you know, Avengers. Oh, wow. This was the hot, the hot thing. Yeah. Duck murder. Goose di- dinner. How, t- how your dinner gets to the table, boys and girls? It's like this. And over there is, is, is one cooked, just God, hanging. Look at the size of that. What, that's not a duck, What is appears it? to be tiny uh, sailors <laughs> cooking. Yeah, the borrowers are cooking up like a, some sort of Robin Redbreast there. What, why is that so massive? What kind of bird is that? Is that why they weren't extinct? It could be like well, um, a great orc or something. A great, um, yeah, an emu or something. What was it called? They're not extinct, are they? Um, mower. The mower? Yeah, there you go. That was the big bird in New Zealand, wasn't it? The wind. That copped it. It was too delicious. Now, I love you. I, I love you. I love you too. Thank you for reminding me. I know you love cats. Oh. That's what I meant to say. Well, I love But cats. I accidentally did a Freudian slip where I said that I love you. <laughs> cats don't love me, but I love cats. I know you love cats, right? They're your favourite thing in the whole world. Very simple. I, I think I got sent that one by Booth last year. So <laughs> I don't see it. But it was Brenda's face just dribbling. A lot of these hold up fine just, just till today. A load of, this is like a jingle cat. This is like the nicest one out of it's all of history, them. It's history. Is the guy said like the future could be predicted by the past. This predicts jingle cats. Look how cute that that little kitten is. I know. You just it killed to... that robin in the earlier one. Well, so you can let it off for that. Look how cute it oh, is. Oh, look at it. You can't face. hold it against its nature. You can't hold a grudge. It's, it's just it didn't mean it. Just wanted to play with it. Just play with its dead body. And offer it to you as a little gift to say thank you, happy Christmas. Thank you for feeding me all year and looking after me and giving me a warm place. Honestly, I don't think these Christmas cards are really much weirder than what we have now. Because we've got like, you know, like a black and white picture of, an, of a, a, a woman, you know, loading a dishwasher. And then the caption on it says, oh, my husband's farts. And you're like, what the fuck does this mean? Is this a Christmas? And it's in the Christmas section. And you're like, what? 
Yeah. I, I don't think that, that these are all that bad, you know. I think they're all they're all a bit weird, but I think people have always been a bit eccentric and weird, you know. I think I think it's fine. So, what? Which one should we bring back? Which one are you going to send this year? Oh, it's Dead Robin. I Classic. We, I don't think we can do the Dead Robin. The Turnip Man. See, he doesn't seem so bad now, does he? Turnip Man seems fine. Uh, Frog Murder is oh, kind of cute. Kind of cute. It's kind of. They're both kind of cute. The way he's got his little dagger in his heart, it's kind of cute. Can't do the polar bear, it's horrifying. I'd say the polar bear ones, at least it's got like the frosty feel of Christmas. It's got to be the cats. The cats is the only one. The cat fan. The cat fan. It's just so, so, so From one cat fan to another one. (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's the caption. That's what you write on the top front of the card. Catherine was taken very ill this year with polio. <laughs> if you slap a man with a white glove on a street corner, whilst there is a lady with a petticoat showing, if you can see her ankle at three o'clock in the afternoon and the sun is in the air, then you... you're allowed to shoot a weapon with a crossbow. <laughs> exactly. Well, you've heard the news lately, old chap, haven't you? You've heard the news. By all means, I have it delivered to me every day. This faithful mutt. He picks it up from my my doorstep. Bat dog. And he, Bat dog. And he brings it to me, and drops it to my feet, all covered in uh, goo and slather. Yes. And I can barely make out a word. So you're going to have to tell me what's going on. Well, it's a good job I'm here then, isn't it? Yes. Yes. They're making the print smaller and smaller these days. So much news happening. I always like, oh, I'm like, oh, what's happening? What's happening in the news? Can't read it. Can't read it. It's funny because usually the headline's really big, and it says. End of the world! Holy crap! <laughs> God, it's me! What was that? <laughs> it's the devil inside me, sir! <laughs> How do you. Trying to get out! Oh, I thought that was part of the headline. I had to beat it back in! <laughs> I thought it was part of the headline! Burp! Goodness me! Excuse How me. How do they spell I'm that? Sorry, I apologise. Five exclamation marks. Um, is this is T, sir! Oh, it's not tea, that's why. We're drinking fizzy fucking pop. <laughs> fizzy tea, sir. It's all the fashion in Belgravia. <laughs> oh, okay, so the end of the world, Lewis. It's been predicted many times. Every time it's been wrong. Or has it been? Well, like the Mayan calendar and all this other stuff. Yep. Throughout history, people have been declaring it's the end of the world. Never fucking happened, does it? So these aren't even all of them. These You're are saying it's these... only a matter of time before someone gets it right. Well, statistically, yes. Yeah. Well, unless everyone stops guessing, and then right. it will just happen one day, and they're like, "Oh, I was, I was just gonna say, I was just gonna tweet. Oh, I bet the fucking world ends today." That's but oh, God, I missed out on all those likes. Yeah. Not that it matters because the world ended. Well, you wouldn't have got any likes anyway. Yeah, no, cause... no one be alive. Well, who knows what comes after? Why don't we kill the dog and see what happens to him? Right. He's already dead. What? (laughs) (laughs) (gasps) Davis! I'm going to have to give him mouth to mouth, Lewis. Were you around? Some of this, sir. Were you around earlier when Ross's dog came in and was giving him mouth to mouth? I wet my lips. 
He's already been given mouse to mouse today. Simon. <laughs> Time is of the essence. Stop wetting your lips. Oh, he's not dead. Don't worry. He's perfectly fine. He's fine, ladies Everything and gentlemen. Kids, if you're watching, it's fine. The dog's alive. Everything's fine. The dog is fine. He's alive. He's in tremendous pain. <laughs> no, he's fine. He's lovely. He's having a great time. He loves being here. We love him. So, there was a German mathematician. <sighs> I think I, saved I, think I saved Sure. We've moved on. There were a bunch. There was a German, a particular one, called Johann Stifler. Johannes Stifler. Johannes Stifler. Sure. A German mathematician and astronomer who predicted that the world would end um, back in 1524. Right. So, a little bit before half three in the afternoon. <laughs> How so he, he was predicted it going to end? Uh, a flood, a great flood, much like in biblical times. Yeah, that biblical one. Yeah, the big one. The big one. With Noah's Ark. Yeah. Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark? Where we got two of all the animals, popped them on a boat. Forgot the dinosaurs though, didn't he? Oh, bloody idiot. Oh, there's something in there. And that's oh. why they all look so derpy and inbred oh, went, now. Oh, went to the shop the other day. Oh, I forgot to bring me trousers. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> so, boat businesses boomed. Ooh. Obviously, everyone wanted a boat. If there's going to be a big float, a big bow? Flow? A big flow? Stonk on the pondulants. What's happening? I think Simon just had a stroke. <laughs> it's a joke. Have I you know, seen yeah. Joke call the pondulants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so there's going to be a big flood. You're going to need boats in order to float on the flood water. Believe it or not, I did understand Ooh. what the first yeah. time. I know it was difficult, but I so, did get it. So, the big day arrived, 20th of February, 1524, and it started to rain. Oh, shit. Ah! Everyone lost their minds. There was a, a particular massive arc that had been built on the, the Rhine, the German River. It had three stories to it. It was a big, grand boat. Obviously, some rich businessmen had built. Stoffler's Ark. Um, hundreds were killed attempting to board it. Oh there was a riot gosh. outside, people trying to get in, fighting each other. Uh, they just assumed that if they didn't get in the ark, they were going to die. So in people were willing to kill or maybe even die themselves in order to like save their families. Chaos. Um, why didn't they go just, why didn't you just pick two of them? <laughs> why didn't understand. they build more? They should have built more. If they oh. built a hundred of these arcs, it would have been fine. I guess they didn't take him seriously. I guess, no, people did take him seriously. That was the problem. Not seriously enough. If people didn't take him seriously, there wouldn't have been riots because people would go, oh, it's raining. Oh, but that stuff is probably like going, oh, I told you guys, I told you guys. What a fucking idiot. Yeah, well, you know, who's laughing now? So, uh, obviously, the world didn't end. Exactly. And uh, Stoeffler said, okay, guys, my bad. I got it wrong. I miscalculated something. It's good I of him to admit. I forgot that two plus three is five. I thought it was six. I messed up. Oh, right. Something like that. Yeah, that's how math works. Not specifically that. Um, he said, actually, it's going to happen in 30 years' time. So 1554. Yeah. 
Just before four in the afternoon. Right, but I'm assuming he was dead there of an unrelated issue and everyone didn't realise. I think he was still alive, but again, uh, it didn't happen. The world didn't end. Right. Um, Did people die in the ark? I think people just didn't believe him. No. After the first one. Yeah. Hundreds of people died. It's like the boy who cried flood. You know, it's a very, it's an old story. I remember that. There was a boy who was tasked with looking after some sheep and he was bored. He didn't like it. And it began raining and he said, Oh my God, Mama, Papa, there's going to be a big flood. All the sheep are going to drown. And then they rushed outside and it was a bright sunny day and they were like, Oh, you, you rapscallion playing your pranks on me. I spent and then, ages building this ark. Yeah. And then the next day he was out there, he was looking at the sheep, bored about his fucking mind. He was like, do you know what? I'll play that prank on them again. They won't expect it. This time they'll waste their time building another art because they'll assume the first time that I was sure I was joking it was very funny. This time they won't think I'll make the same joke two days in a row. So he rushes down, you know, the hills, and he's also, like, "Also, they'll be Mama. more prepared for it this time." Yeah, they're, "Mama, Papa, it's it's raining. There's going to be a flood. All the sheep are going to drown." And they rush outside, and again, it's a lovely sunny day. The sun's beating down on them. You know, there's there's not a cloud in the sky, and they're like, "Oh, seriously, Peter." you got to stop with this, this bloody nonsense. All right, this is your last chance. No more of your tomfuckery. And he was like, fuck you, mum and dad. Next day, he's out there tending to the flock. He's bored out of his fucking mind. It's a sunny day, nothing going on. He's like, oh, fuck this. I'm just going to play the same prank on them again. He goes down the hill. He goes, knocks on the door. He says, mama, mama, papa, papa. It's raining. The sheep, the sheep, they're going to drown. They're going to drown. And then his dad comes out and just beats him. Beats the fucking shit out of him. <laughs> well, three days in a row. Yeah, you can't blame him. He's wasted a lot of wood on that. Lost sight in one of his eyes. Ooh. Pretty sad story, Lewis. Don't know why you're trying to laugh. It was in the Bible, I think, wasn't it, that one? Something like that. Yeah. Then a wolf ate him. Oh, shit. Yeah. I couldn't see it coming. He had one eye. <laughs> It approached him from the right, <laughs> and he didn't have sight in that eye. Didn't see it coming. And then the day of the funeral, they were going to bury the body. It flooded. They couldn't bury him because the ground was wet. They tried to push the coffin down. It kept floating up. Yeah. <laughs> no. He floated float. away. He floated off. There was a flood, though, as well. Everyone else died, but he... He was, di- was, he was dead, in, yeah, was he dead was as well, dead. but yeah. he floated away. But the wolf that ate him was sat on the coffin, floating down the river. Who had the last laugh? The wolf did. Yeah. Well, how? Yeah. I guess. Unless it was a hyena. Hy- if it was a hyena. See, we should could we could have improved that story, couldn't we? It'd have to be set in a location. Because I, I was thinking like Germany or Austria or Switzerland. Right. I wasn't thinking wherever hyenas are from. Where are they from? Africa somewhere? Could have Northern escaped Africa. from a zoo. Could be. Someone had had it as a pet and you, know, you have to feed it, I don't know, rabbits and stuff. It's a lot of work. No, no, you've got to tell it jokes. Oh. That's what it eats on. Because it loves. Oh, it lives on. Yeah. Right. Let's see. Did you hear about the man who had a rabbit for a hat? Hop on. <laughs> I would be fine in your house. I'd be nourished. But that hyena didn't get it. Didn't understand. I didn't know where I was going with that joke. I was hoping by the end I would have come up with a punchline. I think but I we didn't, worked it out. I didn't. 
Okay, um, so another prediction of the world ending. The Judgment Day of 1780. So not the Terminator one. Yeah. That was a cool one. So... I think they spelled judgment wrong as well. So there was a big, a big, a big thing happened. No, it, they no, literally thought the world was going to end. It, it seems like it wasn't predicted. It just happened. The, the, what do you mean? The world just ended all of a sudden. So it was the middle of the day. Birds went to roost like it was night time. The cocks crowed as though the sun was going down. And then um, it just got dark. They said it, uh, at 9am it happened. Uh, in New England, it was plunged into darkness. A strange mix of fog and forest fires caused dark clouds to blot out the sun. But they didn't know that. They thought it, it was going to be the end of the world. Everything was plunged into darkness. Right. Um, well, this is a common thing with eclipses too. Yes. People think eclipses are weird because they, they used to be very unpredictable. And have you, have you ever been in an eclipse? Um... I remember being in an eclipse and not knowing there was an eclipse going on. Being in an eclipse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it suddenly just went dark for like 10 minutes I mean, at like lunchtime. I guess it's, it's almost impossible not to be I in an eclipse. I was on holiday. I didn't realise it was a... Uh, I was young. I was a little boy. Yeah. On holiday. Mama, Papa, why is it dark? Yeah, it was weird. And they thought you were playing a prank on them and they told you off. Yeah. Got clipped round the ear. Yeah. But no, it was an eclipse. Or forest fires. I can't remember. Oh, one or the other. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, members of the ultra-conservative Shaker religion, an offshoot of the Quakers. The Shakers and Quakers. Sounds like it's a joke. Or, or does, or like a it? band, a rock band. Look at the Shakers and the, dance, the dancers. And the Quakers are just scared. Uh, and they <clears throat> recruited new members who had been scared straight by the dark day. So, yeah, it lasted all day from 9am till midnight. It was just dark. Wow. Uh, and then it was only at midnight when the clouds just parted and then they could see the stars that they were like, oh, I guess the world's not ending. But even so, yeah. Freaked everyone out for a day. The the Shakers recruited people. Yeah. They thought, well, what if next time it is real and the world does end? This is like a warning. Yeah, you're going to have to stop doing all those sinning things that you were doing before, like, you know. Shut up! Shut up! No more licking... The liquors, no more liquors, hard liquors, or soft. The shakers don't like the liquors. No. The Quakers don't like the shakers. It's very confusing. It's not. It's a very simple, simple like flowchart. Yeah. People not liking each other. Um, yeah, I guess, what will they all do? Bad stuff. Um, coveting each other's asses <laughs> and all that, all that stuff, which is bad. Don't do any of those things. Cover, no list. coveting There's asses. There's the 10 things. Yeah. Yeah. Don't believe in any other gods but him. Yes. Don't speak bad of God. Yes. Don't take his name in vain. Yes. Don't kill anyone. Yes. Don't steal nothing. Yes. Don't commit adultery. Yes. And some others that are just as important. Isn't there more about asses? Is it only one that's about asses? There's a couple. No. Do not eat each other's ass for what is forbidden. You'll be smoted by my by my mighty power. By my, my mighty ass. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I don't remember there being that much ass stuff in there, but I could be wrong. I'm sure we could. You could probably search. There's the, more ass. There, Bible was, there was a, there's just, there was a decent amount of ass. Let's see. Hang on. Bible. 
Bible to, to search the Bible. There must be a whole like thing. Bible search. Okay, ass. Topical. Oh no. I go back. So now there's no ass. Go go back. No, there's either five hundred asses or there's no ass. There's there's definitely somewhere between no and five hundred. We know there's match any word. Match whole words any. Yeah, try that. No asses in the Bible. Turns out no asses. So there are no ass. No ass in the Bible. Hmm. What was it called then? What was what called? The don't cover their neighbours. Was it Mule? donkey? Mule? Donkey? Or we fucked up the search. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the third one? Third, the third, third one. doomsday scenario. Imagine 10 when Halley's Comet was making its most recent appearance as it pops by every 75 to 76 years. Wow. It's a long time. Do you remember when Halley's Comet came round? Said hi? In 1986 or 5? Yeah. It would have been sure. like 7 or 8. I think it was a big deal. It was. It was like a thing. Um, few workers in the United Kingdom, oh, well, writers claimed it was a sign that Germany was about to invade. Wow. And scientists in Chicago announced they'd found a poisonous gas in the comet's tail. Yeah, which was bad because they thought that the way that the comet moves past the Earth the tail could just like fart on us, drip down all of its horrible gas into like our spray atmosphere. Spray us as it went by. Yeah, like crop dusting. Like yeah. when you're walking down an aisle and you you fart and you crop dust the people that are sitting there that can't move out of their seats. Right. For a little jape. In the... As you go by. I see. Just... Although you've got to do it silently. You can't give the game away. Well, you could just squeak your shoe at the same time, or like... That's a pro fucking tip there. Yeah. Pay attention. Or, um, you know, do it in time with the music. Organ. Uh, where's the organ? In the church. Okay. Which aisle are you walking down? Like on a bus, or a plane, uh, or at the cinema? I'm still thinking about God. Okay. <laughs> As he is usually involved in the majority of these doomsday scenarios. <laughs> He often is. Apart from this comet fart. No, this was science. Science was going to kill us all. People rushed to buy gas masks and build safe rooms. Really? So, yeah, there was some uh, French astronomer, Camille Flammarion. That's a very French name. He sounds like a uh, a Final Fantasy character, doesn't he? Oh, the uh, fire magic or something. Yeah, yeah. Camille Flammarion. Uh, He predicted the gas would impregnate that atmosphere and possibly snuff out all life on the planet. Well, he's just fucking... What an idiot. He made things a hundred times worse. And as you said, people rushed out and they bought gas masks, building safe rooms. What's that going to do? How's that going to save you? Poisonous gas. Well, you wait until the fart's gone away. What, you hide in like an airproof room? Dissipate. You just die. You'd breathe all the air. You'd be dead. No, you have it like you have like you just Maybe do it, it when the fart comes. What for? Just like well, how long does it take? How long does a fart last? A comet fart would be bigger, I suppose. It like, would be. Would be like two weeks or like a couple of weeks. What? Hold your breath for two weeks. That wouldn't happen. I reckon a few people could do it. But yeah, some people just didn't believe that this was going to happen. That it wasn't the end of the world, and so they just uh, had parties on their roof. <laughs> Um, you know, looking up at it. Like they're mocking it. Fuck you, comet. Whoa. <laughs> and then they fall <laughs> off the roof and die. Oh my god! Hundreds were killed. It was a comet! In roof parties. 
I reckon that is a thing. I reckon more people die of the idea of a disaster than the disasters, you know? People this is get thing. upset about People panic. People panic. Panic's a dangerous thing. People panic. Come down, sir. Come down. That's all right. He's not scared, are you, Def? He will let us know. Because dogs can smell farts. Can they smell the end away. of the world, though? There was a dog that saved an Australian town. Right? During World War Two, I think Townsville was being bombed by Japanese. It sounds like you just made up that name. No, it's definitely a town. There was a town Australia. called Townsville. Townsville. I think it is called that. On the, on the east it's coast. It's called Townton. And um, there was a dog that was... Um, Involved in living in the town when it was bombed. Right. We can look this up. And no, no, I don't think we need to. I think we've got the full. <laughs> I think we got the full story here, Lewis. And keep going. The uh, after the bombing, the dog was pulled out of the rubble and adopted by the army, where they gave it the rank of private. I think. Okay, so it's a ranked officer. It was now. I think it was okay. given a, a given a commission or whatever. It brought in because I think that was the only way they could keep it in the unit, right? right. So it became like a mascot. Okay. And then like a week later or something, the dog woke up and was barking a lot. And they were Squirrel. like- Squirrel. It woke them all up. No, and it was, the, it was the bombing run coming in. And, right. And so the dog could hear the bombers in the distance before anyone else could. Who's bombing Australia? The Japanese. Did that, was that a thing? They were doing, they bombed one town, yeah, in the north. Once? A couple of times. Okay. And, but the dog, to warned the, the people okay and they got ready in time to stop anyone dying so his dog saved but what Hero if dog. the dog barks everyone panicked they died trying to get out of the building they got like you know riots started yeah that would have been a bad situation yeah but that didn't happen no it wasn't because i think he could hear the, the bombers coming when because uh, he had sensitive hearing because he was scared ears. i'm not he, surprised because it had been bad he associated the bad thing that had happened before. He's a goddamn hero. He deserves, he like, a Can't medal. I can't remember his name. We can look him up. He was given a medal. I'm sure his name was probably the most racist thing. Oh, my God. It may have been. Look it up. Uh, Australian... Hero dog. Australian hero dog, World War II. Is this it? No, that's not it. Gunner. How many hero dogs are there? Multiple ones. Here we go. That's the one. Gunner. A male Kelpie dog who became notable for its reliability to accurately alert Allied Air Force personnel that Japanese aircraft were approaching Darwin during the Second World War. There you go. So this is gonna, real. This isn't Darwin, just some bollocks. Not, not Townsville. But yeah, there you go. He became such a part of the Air Force. Uh, they promoted him. Um, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so he, he was named. Was he a gunner? No, they gave him the name Gunner, which is a rank in the in the artillery. So he didn't have a rank? Uh, I think he was a rank gunner, yeah. Uh, hang on, what does he blah blah blah? His number was recorded as 0000. And he entered the records of the Royal Australian Air Force. I kind of I kind of got it a bit wrong, but you can look it up. It's close Wikipedia. enough. Yeah. There you go. Good boy. He looked, well, a bit good like, boy. looked a bit like our boy. Good boy, gunner. Good boy, sir. You got to do it in an Aussie accent. Good, good boy. eyes, huh? Good boy, good boy, boy sir. Good boy, gunner. Oh god, I'm just glad it's not. There we named go. Look, so he's long, fucking... 
Anything else? Long before, long before they arrived, he was able to warn everyone. What a good boy. What a good story. You're a very good boy, Gunner. God, there's more. There's more. I thought that was the. I thought we were at. I thought we'd finished. That's why. Oh, I was... it's not very interesting. Fuck it. I think we're fine. The Christ Kingdom prophecy. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> what are you doing to him? Look, <laughs> can't. The, the he likes it, Lewis. He's gonna be. He likes mad. it. You <laughs> <laughs> can't do this. No, it's his favourite thing. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Don't do this. That mother sucks cocks in hell. Karis. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh.